Ready? Ready. Salud. Let's go. God damn. I'm hurting right now. Jeez. I'm not for real. I'm not borracho, borracho. I'm hurting. No, yeah. I just kept. I lost my. Uh, I just wasn't getting it. I wasn't able to unmute us right now. I started talking for folks that are on the audio. But we're we're on. We're moving. We're moving. We are moving. Welcome back, folks, to Goal Sided. This is actually a bonus episode. We need to have another little, like, for a bonus episode or something. Yeah, like a little intro, like an additional to the intro song, yeah. but it's something que no sabía que. I'm sure people like the warmth of our voice the moment that oh. they hear it. And this this is a bonus one. So they're probably like, ay, que padre. Ya regresaron los papi chulos. Sí, sí, ya, ya. Ya están aquí <laughs> en mi coche, en mis, en mis AirPods, donde sea. Ya regresaron. But yeah, folks, this is a bonus episode. We mentioned it in the in our normal weekly episode. But yeah, we're doing a bonus episode as a big thank you. It's Thanksgiving. Time to give thanks. And we, uh, we appreciate all of you guys for tuning in. We just had the live episode of the uh, the Mexico match, the watch along, and you guys were there having so much fun with us. That was so lit. Cesar had a bunch of drinks. Uh, and it was a lot of fun, and we just appreciate you guys. Yeah, thank you guys uh, for all the love and support, and I, that's why we're here now. Yep, and uh, the bonus episode, what we're going to be talking about is a Liga Mekis recap of the season. We were talking about this before uh, the season ended that we really wanted to uh, especially because we got an international break. We really wanted to take that time, which is right now, uh, to be able to go over what happened in Liga Mekis, who did well, who did bad, who got MV- who we think are our MVP choices, uh, who's going to win it, who were favorites, uh, what happened to all the teams that didn't make it, what's going on with this play-in that's about to happen. For a lot of us that are confused, just like us, we'll learn together. But yeah, let's let's go through this. These are shorties but goodies. So let's get right into it. Cesar, how you feeling? Feeling great, man. Excited for the postseason of Liga Mekis and just kind of taking taking a step back and looking at who did what. Yeah. And you got that puffer, Jack, man. It's a little cold out. Yeah, man. It's a little chilly. We're doing the studio today is at Omar's house. Yeah, we got a little nice outdoor setup. Unas palmitas, algo. A little Plantas. pool behind us as well, you know. Algo para las aesthetics, no? Sí, algo leve, pero sí. Yeah, happy to be here, man. Yeah, let's get right into it, man. Uh, maybe we'll start individually going over top goal scores, top assists, stuff like that. And then we'll move it on to uh, reviewing the table, how the table ended. Okay. Um, and we'll talk about the plane uh, and what's coming at that point. Maybe that's how we'll close it out with what's coming up next. Let's start right off with some individual awards. A lot of players to call out, a lot of standout players, a lot of new players that are just coming to Liga Mekis, starting to make a name for themselves. We know Liga Mekis is a big uh, hot spot for South American players to come in, make their name, and then go to a bigger team or go take the fatter paycheck in MLS or something like that and live the American dream. Uh, we'll start off with top goal scorer of the season. The top goal scorer is Harold Preciado with 11 goals. De Santos. Santos is going to get a good amount of love on yeah. this uh, on this podcast today because weirdly enough, even though they're in the play-in, they have some individual players that are balling out. Yeah, especially him. 
Um, he's got 11 goals this season, the lowest high score in four tournaments. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, it is crazy. Last season, almost I, didn't make double digits. Almost, and that would have been a weird season. Yeah, last season it was La Bomba Martin. He had like 14. 14. So, yeah, 11 goals. It's pretty low. Only two players above double digits, which is kind of wild. Guillermo Martinez, the only other player above 10. Guillermo Martinez, Mexican player. Out of Puebla, mi pueblita de mi corazón. Los, Los enfranjados. Uh, not getting a call up to La Selección. I'll just I'll keep saying that until the day that I die. Uh, give these players that are top goal scorers call-ups if they're Mexican. Give it a go. Yeah. Make friendlies for them. Do something. In the past game, Mexico against Honduras, the commentators were calling out, like, historically, Mexico has a problem scoring goals. And now, mentioning Guillermo Martinez, he's the top Mexican goal scorer, didn't even get a call-up. It would have been fit right, perfect. And if you have forwards, que están rachados, que they're hot off of scoring goals, why not put him in? Why not call him and be like, yo, like, we need goals, and you're... Scoring in bunches right now. Yeah. Let's do it here now. You can also be kind of a dick about it, like I assume the selection is to these guys. We have Santi. We have Henry Martin. We have Raul Jimenez. Yeah. Right? We have uh, some strikers, right? But we need someone enrachado, right? That That's hot. That can be the third striker if Raul Jimenez kind of starts dwindling his career, right? So then you tell him, you got one chance, brother. Right? You're at Puebla. You're not the biggest of squads. Chingarle. Vámonos. We'll give you a shot. Si no, si no te va bien, ni modo. You don't call him back anymore, right? Yeah. Just like you already weren't, right? But two out of the three top goal scorers are Mexican. The third top goal scorer is Angel Sepulveda. Yep. Right? Who moved over from... And the majority of those goals were at Querétaro. And then he moves over to Cruz Azul, and he's been doing pretty solid there at Cruz Azul as well. Nine goals, almost double digits for Liga Meki. Yeah, and it's like... Delanteros are rated on how many goals they score, right? Be dick about that position specifically, right? Because you need players to score. If you don't score, that's how you win games. And if you don't score, all right, well, I'm going to call the next dude who's up and who's scoring like 10 goals, 9 goals. Yep. But like, sh- but show these dudes it's possible. Yeah. You scored 10 goals on the season. Boom. I'm going I'm to call you up real quick. Next season, who's going to be the Mexican to score 10 goals? Young players are gonna Marin be like, yeah, yeah, they're gonna be like, I'm gonna score my 10. JJ's gonna come back and be like, I'm gonna score my 10. Right? Yeah. Allow them, give it a go. But yeah, s- some good names on here. Andre Pierre Guignac, who we always knows at the top, is tied for third. Um, but yeah, he has three penalty goals, which are an interesting fact. Harold Preciado had three penalty goals. I know some people are always like, I don't know. I don't count those as much. Chino Huerta, big revelation in this tournament, had eight, three penalty goals with Pumas. Um, Yeah, some good names here. Federico Viñas had a good comeback tournament this season. And he went into um, Uruguay. He went in over this international window. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, getting called up, he's still super young. And Marcelo Villas has like, you know what? You've been doing good in Liga MX. Come, take it a shot. Go for it. It's interesting. Marcelo Bielsa has good respect for Liga MX. He coached there. I kn- yeah, with Atlas and with America, right, for yeah. a bit. Um, but it's 
it's interesting because he he left and he went to Leeds and he went to Europe and had this. Now he's one of the probably one of the most recognizable names in coaching and respected by big names like Pep. Klopp, yeah, exactly. And for him to still be calling Liga Mekis players, I think that's really interesting. Yeah. Anybody else of the goal scores that you wanted to call that? Diego Valdez. Diego Valdez to Diego Valdez, even though he missed a good amount of games, had six goals, so tied for about sixth. Not bad oh, for okay. missing. He missed so a handful he's, of games. Uh, six goals, two assists. Yeah, not too bad. The Chivas' highest goal scorer, just to throw myself under the bus, is Roberto Alvarado, El Piojo, with six goals, four of them being penalty. <laughs> I was going to call out. Hey, ¿Cuántos de penal? A ver. You see that? Uh, from Cruz Azul, they have they have Sepulveda uh, with nine goals, but then their second high goal score after that is uh, Uriel Antuna with five. Okay, so that's a little rough. But yeah, it's interesting from um, America that their top goal scorers six because I feel like they were rotating. America a lot, yeah, yeah. America has too many players. Cabecita, Cabecita is there with six. Henry was out injured a good amount of time. Quinones. Quinones, I feel like, was just overall doing well on yeah. the team, but not really scoring that much. Uh, Alex Endejas had five. Yeah. Right yeah. there. Diego um, Valdez. Then you have um, El Cabecita. You already call him out. Yeah, he had six. And then Brian uh, Rodriguez. Before that injury, Se he was doing madre. really well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Le dieron en la madre más He's que se dio. <laughs> What does he get? An accident. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Top assists in the league for this season. We have Juan Bruneta, another Santos player, with 11. This one is impressive. Yeah. 11 assists. The second highest assister in the league is Josue Colman. Who the hell is that from Mazatlan? I swear they'd be making up these. That's a FIFA player. Oh, from Mazatlan? Yeah, that's a FIFA uh, pro player. That's a... Somebody made that up on like FIFA. It's a randomly generated player. Yeah, this is AI generated. <laughs> Josué Coleman, he had seven assists on the season. Uh, second, four away from Juan Bruneta. Damn, that's wild. Where is he from? Where is this guy Coleman from? Josué Coleman is from Paraguay. Oh, okay. Yeah, but Juan Bruneta at 11. The expected assist is what has me tripping. Uh, Juan Bruneta had an expected assist of 8.7. Jeez. Oh, Swick who had seven assists, his expected assist was 2.6 compared to 8.7 by Brunetta. Jeez. That means this fool was putting him on a platter for people. For people like Harold Preciado. Yeah, he was like, Toma la papa aquí, metela aquí con, el con un guante aquí. ¿Qué más Te la presento. Exactly. That's crazy. That is such a big gap. Julian Quinones has five assists, though. He's on the He's on the charts. Pablo Barrera, horses yeah, still going. Evergreen, dijo viejos los cerros y reverdecen. He said, <laughs> "I'm dead." <laughs> I've never heard that one before. No, no. You never heard viejos los cerros? No, that's when like you, when you call an old dude viejo, and they're like viejos los cerros y reverdecen. Sorry, bro. No más un little dicho, algo. Third on there, Brian Angulo from Puebla. That's how you know that they. That they did okay because this fool was assisting. Oh, okay, that's not Stitch. That Stitch is the defender. No, that's Jesus Angulo. Brian Jesus. Angulo is uh, Colombiano. Yeah, Colombiano, 34 years old already, but he was with Puebla for a long time. Killed it, and then he went over to Toluca. 
okay. didn't do that great the last couple seasons. Back in Bloodline now. Actually, they're in direct. Están directos. Yeah, they're in sixth. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're in because of this one. Because of those beautiful assists. Uh, overall goal contributions. That's always a fun one because yep. the, the tables get shifted around on who assisted, who scored. But it is Juan Bruneta. 19 total goal contributions. Uh, second is Andre Pierre Gignac, who moves up that table. Uh, and he has 13, six less. Jeez. Juan Bruneta, Dios mío. I'm telling you that whole... I mean, Santos as a whole, as a team, didn't do so well. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're forwards. They like got the ballers. Bruneta and these fools... And, and, and these dudes about to get sold for everything that America's got. Yeah. You know America's going to come... Apparently, Cruz Azul already wants Bruneta. Okay. Is the rumor. But somebody's going to come and they got to give all of Yeah, like seven. All of the cheque. I don't know. They're going to be like, ¿Cuánto quieren el cheque? No, no, más dame toda la cartera. Un cheque en blanco. Usted no más un cheque en blanco. Que, que unos ceros y ceros y ceros y síguele. Dale, Así. dale. Acabo la cementera, lo, los cubre. Yeah, una business expense. ¿no? Yeah, but yeah, Guignac is second. Preciados third with 12 and then your boy Quinones 11 and Guillermo Martinez Memo Martinez just quietly chugging along there you go gotta call him up maybe he, uh, Jimmy doesn't have his number no pues nada dile que se lo de que se lo pase el whatsapp si el whatsapp para que alguien no okay maybe we should offer our social media services to him to you know, boost him on social media. Yeah, let people know who he is. Para que lo, lo impongan a uh, Jimmy. Para que diga, Gozari lo impuso. Sí, di, y lo van a empezar todos. Vamos a, vamos a salir en fútbol picante y todo. Y decir, sí. No, esos de Gozari nomás ponen a los que quieran. Al cabo ya tenemos el contacto de el Pio Herrera. That's true. Algo leve, algo leve. For real, yeah. Pio Herrera's just showing us some love on socials. Sí. If y'all know, y'all know. But tell me, uh, interesting question. If you were Televisa uh-huh. and you were able to put one player in and say, yo, I need this full on the team, Jimmy, who would it be? Damn. That's not on the team. This full, put him there, Jimmy. I need him starting. I need him on the team. It's because <sighs> Malagón's already there. Yeah. I would say, I would say Alan Mosso just for the memes. No. I'd be like, no, no, ni por ser bueno. I'd just try me lo like. Like La Volpe took El Chiquis because he was dating his daughter. <laughs> no, I would say El Pollo Briseño. Just because that's a beautiful man. That's that's who I was thinking. I was like, just for the memes, it has to be El Pollo Briseño para cuando he slide tackles Messi. De unas celebraciones. Bruh, if Pollo... If Pollo slide tackled Messi, I would be like, hey, man, got me Pollo. I would scream, hazme un hijo, Pollo. <laughs> Y yo lo cuido. Neta, for real. Nah, that's what it is. El pollo. El pollo. You're going to the selección. Thanks to Goal Cider. We'll get you there. Let's go. Let's move on to the next category. Most clean sheets. Most clean sheets for this season in Liga Mekis is uh, tied, actually. Esteban Andrada from Monterrey. And Luis Malagón from Morelia. From Luis Malagón from, <laughs> Luis Malagón from America. I mean, he is from Morelia, right? Ex Necaxa. Ex Morelia. Before that was Morelia? Sacan porteros, no? Pero, yeah, it was six, so both of them. Uh, it just goes along with uh, the best defense, right? I mean, we'll, we'll get to it in a while. Pero Malagón did 
great when Ochoa got injured. I think he's up next after that performance. And, you know, there's clearly merits for him going to La Selección. No es un impuesto, in my opinion. Pero, you know, he's there. He's chugging along. Yeah. Yeah, and Andrada, I think that one's a pretty good call-out because, like, um, we'll talk about America being the least scored on in a bit. But, like, Andrada, that seems like he's just found a really good spot in the Amekis and he's he's that man yeah from Monterrey he does a very good job for them um but yeah them those two tied um Esteban Andrada did have more games than Malagón because Malagón was out injured for a bit and then with the selection they I think they he missed like one or two games yeah I think so Camilo Vargas is still there in second with five the Atlas. goals even though he has 24 goals conceded he has five clean sheets that's always a good yeah. A good measure as a keeper, right? That, like, you're probably getting shot at a shit ton, but you can keep a clean sheet every once in a while. Yeah, and then, again, international window. He did pretty well against Brazil. I think he had one one save that I was like, geez. Like, I know he's with Atlas. He's a bit older, but he's still pulling some quick saves. Yeah. But that's how you know the quality, right? That you're in the Amekis, but you're playing con my ball. ball. You're like, damn. That's quality. Uh, and then fourth, your boy. El favorito de todos, de ti. El guacho. I know. Guacho with five, and then Tiago Volpi also with five. Julio González, national team call for Mexico now with five, and then Nahuel Guzmán with five. Julio González from Pumas, right? Yeah. Y yep, Nahuel Guzmán. Y Nahuel Guzmán, who's always there at the top of the statistical categories. Yeah. Last uh, individual uh, category you want to cover, menos goleado, your boy. Malagón with 11 goals in 14 matches. Let's go. Pretty impressive. I think that's what led to his call-up, and he's, like, become the number two. His hands don't bend. They don't? No, they don't bend whenever they get, he gets shot on, like, uh, oh, Chivistas goalie. Guacho's <laughs> right up there también. He's, like, down the list, He's down the list. Ahí está cerquitas también. Oh, no, no, no. No, pues, I mean, it is a good amount uh, of difference, of difference. Yeah. but he did miss matches. So, I también calmate. Malagón. What are you saying? Watch no, Malagón. He only had 14 matches. Adrada had all 16 of the matches. Um, Andrada got 15 goals scored on. Malagón got 11. Yeah. Game is game. Yeah. Stats are stats. Datos no opiniones. Yeah. Uh, Tiago Volpi only had 19. Julio Gonzalez only had 18. So we got some good uh, good uh, keeper performances. Not too bad. Let's get right into it. Let's ask the hard question. Cesar, who would you give your MVP to this Liga Meki season? Diego Valdez. No, hombre. Why not? Think about it. Because he missed games. He missed games, but when he was there, he had 10 matches played. Six goals, two assists. That's great. You can tell that when he's healthy, he's on the field, he's a difference maker. And he's at America. Imagine if he was at like a Santos, at a Puebla, at a Toluca, how much more he would stand out. Right now he's he's surrounded by so many like good players that he gets kinda like hindered. Yeah. Because you I got pobrecito. Sendejas, you got Cabecita, you got Henry. Like they're gonna they're quality, they're gonna score some goals. But if he was by himself with maybe like a Marin next to him, entonces he'd probably contribute a lot more. 
Marion's that 50 cent gif the yeah why are you mention me <laughs> catching strays but you could also argue he has it so easy at america that he can stat pad so easy he can wait and kick the ball and somebody will, he'll get an assist somehow because henry will make it if henry misses it quinones will make it if quinones misses it Sendejas will make it. No, porque le metió dos. Hasta yo, güey, con la verga. I'll, hey, I'll get a hattie of dos a tus chivas. Y dime, ¿fueron goles así pedillos nomás? Sí. ¿Tappens? No. Sí. Yo lo paro, güey. Acuérdate cómo los metió. Hey, yo entro ahorita, güey. Curveando así, bien bonito. Nah, the chanfle. Those are whack, though. That game is whack. I mean, but at the end of the day, like, that shows that man's got quality. He's got right? quality, yeah. I got to give MVP this season to my boy Juan Bruneta, who I've been calling him out on the podcast for months, and you should know that. <laughs> I was saying for months now that America is going to come a knock in with that paycheck. Very soon, like they do with every Santos player, historically, right? Who? A ver, who? Darwin, Chucho, Bozo, and then plus... Uh, That's like 10, 15 years ago, bro. Yeah, pero es conocido... El Santos por ser the feeder program to America. Es la, la cosa. Cantera. Es la cantera de la América. Les, el América, if I want to put it the other way around and be a little mean, les da de comer a los de Santos. Right? Sí. The, it's their goal, right? For a lot of them. It's like, oh, si le echo ganas, voy a irme a la América. Me van a dar mucho dinero. El más grande de México. Voy a irme para Cuapa y me va a salir de... You guys heard it here first. He's admitting que es el más grande de México. Hell no. But you just said, you just said that... No, that todos Santos want... No, Santos and them directly want... Their players are like, I want to go to America. Right? Because they know that it happens historically. They go to Santos because they like Santos' recruiting from... South America and beautiful for Santos because they get Harold Preciado for so cheap. Yeah. And then they're about to flip them for 10 to 15. Um, ¿Qué más Plus a percentage of the carta. Um, but yeah, Juan Bruneta, 19 total goal contributions, 11 assists, 8 goals, 6 uh, con goal contributions ahead of Guignac in second. Mans was putting the team on his back. He got them to the play-in tournament. He's a monster. He is everything that you want out of a player. He's going to be uh, a staple in the Yamekis for the next couple of years. And then um, Brunetta will probably go to Europe. I think he needs to go to Europe. I think a good team in the EPL. I think a good team in La Liga. I don't think he has to go bottom of the table. I think he could go mid to upper. He's got that quality. He's a stud. Shout out to the Santos recruiting team for getting this man. Yeah, I mean, uh, the stats are there. I can't argue much there, but I don't know. It's just. Pero tú como una, una americanista sin lógica, güey, neta. Es la cosa. Audíame más. O sí, es todo lo que estaban diciendo, cabrón. Hey, así está la cosa. No, pues sí, parece. All right, let's move it on. Let's stop talking about the individual people. Let's talk about. El conjunto, no? Let's review the table, la tabla, the standings. Let's talk about it. Uh, I'll go over top to bottom. Who we got? At the very top, you're already smiling. <laughs> we, we got America <laughs> with 40 points. We got Monterrey in second, Tigres third, Pumas fourth, Chivas fifth, Puebla sixth, San Luis seventh, Leon eighth, Santos ninth, Mazatlán tenth, Cruz Azul nowhere to be found. That's a shout out my dad. Um, 
yeah, so that's that's how we ended up the table. We have a play-in tournament. What's happening? Uh, basically, uh, seven, eight, nine, and ten have to play each other. So what we have going on? We have Atlético San Luis versus León. We have Santos Laguna versus Mazatlán. Uh, they're both going to be played Thanksgiving Day. The winner of Atlético San Luis versus León will go will qualify in seventh place, and then the losers of that game will face. The winner of Santos versus Mazatlan to get eighth place. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. What I was saying is just it's too lenient for that seventh, eighth place. I think in general, Yamekis is too lenient for average teams to just make it in. Yeah. Right. Um, and same thing here seventh and eighth, that loser, either Santos or, I mean, either Leon or San Luis, get us an- yet another chance to make it into the playoffs. Um, I think they should just go back to going the top eight. Los primeros ocho, yeah. they play against each other. I mean, they're already they're already there. They're top th- top eight for a reason. Yeah. I thought it was seven, like seventh versus ten, eighth versus ninth, and then whoever wins moves on. Yeah, yeah. Vámonos. Make it simple. Vámonos. Yeah. Simple. Let's keep it Pero, simple. I don't know. Maybe we'll we'll get a bit of more excitement out of uh, this playing round, um, but definitely a little skeptic. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about some numbers from the table. Uh, we'll talk about the Menos Goleado team. Menos Goleado, America. 14 goals against Monterrey right behind with uh, 15. Not too shabby. A couple is, other teams. Is the sky blue, bro? A couple other teams under 20, which seems to be like the impressive mark. Tigres, Pumas, 18. But weirdly enough, at Closer to the bottom, Toluca, 19 goals. 19, yeah. And then everyone else is 20, well above 20 in the 30s. We got a 30? Yeah, Juarez, 34, 34 goals. Dios mío. ¿Qué no tenían defensa? No tenían portero tampoco. No, but no. They didn't have a attacking force either. Oh, we know. They did. They had 24. Yeah, que tenían Ochoa, que chingados. No mames. But yeah, más goles metidos, most goals Quien oh creen? Quien oh creen? Drum roll, please. America. Let's go. 37 goals. <laughs> Four. Only ones, only teams that were anywhere close to it. Tigres with 32. San Luis, 31. Impressive. Santos, 31. Um, yeah, only a few that were that close. Um, very impressive season for America overall. Yeah, um, seven points uh, in between first place and second place. America and Monterrey. I think that was the biggest gap um, ever. Ever, and I believe America became the first team to hit 40. The first team to hit 40. And again, um, America has these impressive runs in regular season, but there's still many lingering doubts as to if they can pull it off in the playoffs. Yeah, They haven't been able to do it in the past. Uh, when was the last time they were champions? Like 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, so they need to... America, si no es campeón, es un fracaso. That's yeah. the standard. I know right now I'm super happy that they're first and everything, and it's nice, mm-hmm. but we're still waiting on that trophy. Yeah, especially especially this season with this big of a gap, this exactly, yeah. dominant of a season. They started off kind of rocky, especially under Jardine. There was a couple of questions early on about Jardine, right? But it seems like he imposed his will on the team. The team is super offensive. I don't even I don't even think the defense is that great. I just think they're that good that they just don't get attacked. 
they yeah. they uh, the other team has has to preoccupy themselves so much with that mid forward that they don't even think twice like they don't even have the ability to get that many shots on goal. Yeah, Fidalgo and Jonathan dos Santos have been really really good um, this season, and just going forward, they have Kevin Alvarez with that addition. It's just they have so much attacking prowess that. They overwhelm teams, mm-hmm. and you see it in the score. Goal, goal is forward, 37. Nobody's nowhere near close to that. Yep. Goal difference, you got uh, Malagón, another great addition this season. He's been really doing really well, and they finally figure out those two center backs with Lichnowski and that young kid. Um, Ramon Juarez. Ramon Juarez. So I think for now they should be going in. They're favorites in my opinion. If they don't win, again, it's a fracaso. But in my opinion, they still need to figure out a better center back duo. I know Lichnowski right now is it was he was brought in as a as a band aid only on loan. So Caceres is back though. That mean Caceres who's been doing really well in the Yeah, so you want to get the kids out. Get Ramon Juarez, send him to Europe. Send him to Celtic, Damn. send him to Rangers, send him to a good, a decent squad. Yeah, parece los mismos que criticamos diciendo Tu no quieres a Ramon Juarez on tape right now. Cesar no quiere a los jóvenes mexicanos que que, no los que se desarrollen, que jueguen mejor, que sean que sean grandes en América. No los quiero. No quieren. los quiero. Prefiero que sean grandes en Escocia, que sean en Netherlands next playing against Santi. No, tú no los quieres porque <laughs> you want other center backs there instead of Ramón Juárez because you're scared that in the playoffs he's gonna he's not gonna come through. No. That's not what I'm saying. That's exactly what you're saying. What I'm saying is Ramon Juarez is good enough to... You heard it young, here, folks. Send him out. You heard it here, folks. We're supposed Vamos. to be very pro-young players in Liga Mekis, making uh, the selección better and better. But no. No, pues aquí, hasta internal, hay problema. <laughs> All I'm saying is America needs two experienced center backs. Wow. I think Ramon Juarez got enough experience and I don't want him to be a, a Liga Mekis lifer, an America lifer. But this playoffs you don't even want him there because no, you no. want what I'm saying else. is yeah this playoffs no, no, he's there. But let's say we we become your champions. Th- out of your three center backs and Arajo four, who do you put? You want Caceres and Lichnowski. No, 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 no. I want Caceres and Ramon Juarez. Both of them. Caceres is doing really well in Uruguay and yeah. put um Vas a sentar a Malagón. I mean, he said it himself. He's too short to go to Europe. But the best case scenario is like, yo, you did really well in America. Can you find a spot in Europe now? That's what we want. Yeah. No, but he has to be more prominent with America to go, right? Dale chance a Morro. El Morro Dale had chance. The, the no, me, no me metas a mi Lichnowski ni nada. No. Ay, Ay, Cesar, let's move on after that terrible news that Cesar is <laughs> anti-young Mexican players. Um, the one thing that I want to call out on the table, Toluca, 23 goals for 19 goals against a beautiful stat line. All for them to be in 12th place and out of the playoffs. Plus four, one of the only teams... Santos is negative three. Mazatlan is negative two. And they're in the play-in. Everyone else is negative goal differential. But Toluca has a beautiful plus four goal differential. And they're out of the playoffs. Yeah. Dios mío. I think whenever they fired Nacho Ambriz, 
like what three four weeks ago mm-hmm. that's when they lost it all yep it's like they were on the cusp you did that stupid change um and now they're they're out of the playoff they were they needed to win their last game their last two yep they couldn't pull it out that's what you get for getting rid of a great coach like Nacho. he'd been there he had taken them why are you taking him out exactly Cesar, let's bring it on home Let's talk about the good and the bad. I want you to give me a good from the season and a bad from the season. Bad uh, meaning a team. A team. A good team. I'm going to call out Puebla. We know they're the super underdogs. They rarely make it. They won that game against Cruz Azul and everybody ran on the field just because they knew the magnitude of what they had accomplished. They're in La Directa. Um, They skipped over all that playing bullshit. Um, and they're in six right now. But I also want to call out Pumas this season. I think Pumas' last two seasons were disastrous. They didn't even make um, El Repechaje. They were out just because they had a bad season this season. Um, Mohamed came in with his Virgen outfit and everything. Um, and he's turned this team around. They made it to fourth, 28 points. And Chino Huerta is a standout, has been a standout all season. And along with the goalie, um, the goalie has, both of them have been called up by La Selección. So I'm going to call both of them out as good teams this season. Lit. Who do you guys bad? They bad, bad, bad. I, I think for me, it has to be Cruz Azul. Um, yeah. Cruz Azul is considered a un grande de Mexico. Um, a top four, if, if you will. Um, and they're sitting 16th with only 17 points all season. For you to be considered a grande, like you need to perform yep. season after season. And you have such a big budget, you just don't bring the right players, the right coaches, the directivas in shambles, um, and and this is the result. Yeah, yeah. I'll 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 kick it off. My good for the season, my great, I think, is was Puebla, but you stole it. So I'll say Mazatlan. Yeah. They're in the plane. They're in tenth. Nobody expected them to be there. They have some players in good statistical categories with assists with Coleman. They have some standout players, Akiloba. I came back and is killing it all of a sudden. Um, And I I think they have a chance here. They can give it a go. They can try their best that they can there, right? Nobody was expecting them, so they're playing on borrowed time right now. Like, they're they're free to to kill it. Hopefully, they do move on. I think Mazatlan did really well in League's Cup. I thought they they would have done better in Liga. Um, But at the end of the day, they were able to make this playoff round. Just making it there is impressive. Hey, man, keep going. Yeah. My bad is right below them, Pachuca, in all honesty. Pachuca and Toluca, who's right below Pachuca. But Pachuca, biggest because they have everything that they needed to make it, right? They have good youth players. They're able to bring in good superstars. They have in the past. They're pretty recent champions with with Almada, right? Almada has that team working well, but it seems like they're depleting their resources from Pachuca because of multipropiedades, to feed into Leon, to feed in other places, I don't know, for finances to go elsewhere when they should just be, if they had one owner, they would have all the resources toward this team, putting it towards Almada with the youth players, they'd be killing it, yeah. right? But they're well, right now what they're making it seem like is like if you play youth players, you're not going to get the best results, right? Yeah. And that's, that's what sucks. Almada's doing the best that he can with the players that he has. And he's getting a lot of standout young players that are making it to the the selecciones of the the youth squads, right? Uh, but they need to be doing better. They're not supposed to be out of play-ins that are allowing ten teams to make it. Yeah, um, I think Pachuca for me get a 
a pass just because, like you mentioned, they have a whole bunch of young kids. Um, and I've actually watched a few games of them, and those young kids have their moments of standouts. Um, but because it's some of, most of them, it's their first full season on mm-hmm. as starters, um, they have mismatched games. Um, so in my opinion, Pachuca maybe next season can have can get into those playing spots um, with with the right pieces that they bring in. Mm-hmm. Pero you know this is what happens to Multipropiedad. I think they wanted to push for León this season to make it. Yeah, um, and, and they barely made it. Barely so they made it. So at the cost of Pachuca. But for real. This is the name of the game in Mexico. That's what it is. Así es la corrupción, güey. All right, Cesar. Let's bring it on home. Let's close it out with a couple of things on the playoffs. Give me, first and foremost, a team that you think will surprise folks and make it like far. And then give me who you think your final two are. Give us la final. Okay, so from the play-in, I'm going to give you Santos. Mm-hmm. Um, just because of the players they got, they got Bruneta, and they also have Harold Preciado, who've been doing really well. Um, and spinning Rachaos, like yeah. they're in a great position. They kind of remind me of like SKC in the MLS, mm-hmm. who have been doing really go- well the last few games of uh, playoffs. Going into playoffs, they're going to surprise people. Um, and then my last two has to be, has to be America and Tigres. I think Tigres is just a playoff team all around. They're older, they're experienced, but they find a way to work and they're just a machine. Um, so for me, it's them and it has to be America. Damn, that's interesting. Okay, so my surprise, I think, is going to be Leon because I like their attacking squad. I think Vinas is really starting to come into a, a good place, especially with Uruguay. So they're getting like free training for him, right, with superstars. So he's coming back stronger. Diente Lopez on that squad is doing really well. Fidel Ambris is really Ambris, solid there in that mid, shadow. right? Right, I, so I think this team is a playoff team. They can get pretty far if they can win in this play-in. I think they can uh, get some favorable matchups. If them and uh, Santos move on, Santos would play America because they're at the bottom, and that might be, I don't know, some fantasmitas for your America. Yep. But then they would get a more favorable matchup with Monterrey, in all honesty, right? Um, my final two, in all honesty, I think we would get a Clásico Regio at this final. I do think it would be Monterrey versus Tigres. Unfortunately, even as unbiased as I can be, which obviously as, an, as a Chivas fan, how, how unbiased can I be? But I don't think America would make the final again. Um, but I, I also am not saying Chivas is going to make it. But I, but I do think Monterrey is a very strong squad. And Tigres, to your point, Tigres is a playoff squad. Right. Guignac is going to put that team on his back and he's going to tell the Morritos like Marcel like a Flo. Goku in, in, uh, in Dragon Ball Z. He's going to be like, you guys do it and I'll I'll make sure we win, right? So, yeah, it'll be good. Hold yeah. us accountable, folks. We'll see if uh, our predictions come true. Hopefully. Knock on wood. Eh? All right, Cesar, bring us on home. Uh, yeah, so thank you guys for uh, tuning in. Um, I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving weekend with your families. Um, as always, follow us on our socials, join the Discord um, to keep up with us, and uh, talk to you guys next time. Yeah, appreciate you folks. Thank you for tuning in. Have great holidays. Peace. Peace.